I ain't with that narcissist, all that lovey-dovey shit, feeling kinda freaking late night calling, uh-uh-uh-uh. Episode 9, finally made it, 9 episodes later, we're still here, bitch. You know, you know that video of Nicki Minaj that's just like, I wanna give out a shout-out, I wanna give out a shout-out to all the pretty fly bitches you know i get so much love from pretty fly bitches it's the bum bitches that be hating but i mean that's expected guys <laughs> felt i'm joking no one's hating on me but you know it's hard it's hard to hate her it's hard to hate her episode nine let's get into it Nobody can tell me shit A girl just bought some rice for decoration Ain't nobody cooking, nobody baking Leaving my girls in the shower No more missing the hot water Pop my woo in the sky Cause nobody here to judge my life just got a new apartment i'm gonna leave my floor wet rock around this beach naked and nobody can tell me shit annalisa is the name must know on the mic is the game episode six nine six one nine if you watch wwe shout out to ray mysterio um hated him because it took away my time with the tv but shout out to him you know, we're not dirty over here. We think of six by nine, not the other ones, not the other weird positions y'all be, you know, participating in PG-18. If you're below that, I don't think we should be, you know? Yeah, I don't think you should get that joke. I don't think you should get that joke. But yeah, episode nine, we're back. Um, January was so shit. <laughs> Um, it was so, so shit, but it's not even, like, for me, it wasn't mentally, um, shit. It was just emotionally, emotionally weird for me. I felt very weird. I felt like I was waking up from a very, very long, long, long dream. And I'm not sure if it's delusional thoughts or not, because I'm not a delusional person. But it just felt like I woke up from a lot of things I kept telling myself were it and really weren't it you know that kind of i keep referring to like videos in this in this episode that video where kylie jenna is just like realizing things that was january for me and it didn't feel nice the realizations did not feel nice i didn't want to i didn't want to voice out the realizations i don't think i'm ready to real you know voice out the realizations but they definitely had to do with how I emotionally felt. And I feel like I jinxed it. Because in my last episode, I definitely said that I don't want to be in touch with my emotions. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good without them. And then the next week, oh, <laughs> I've had... The past two weeks have been emotionally draining for me. That's all I'm going to say. I've just... I've just been emotionally tired and sort of like checked out of the delusional thoughts that I had and sort of like really just like processed the realizations that I was having and it wasn't even in a specific um 
a specific area in my life. It was just like all around. I just feel like I was processing emotions from like that were suppressed since I was like what sixteen all in one week. That's a lot of emotion, guys. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. I had realizations. Where I was like, oh, girl, hmm, hmm. therapy, or maybe you should just work through it yourself. I realized one thing though that I still definitely like to go through things myself i try telling people as i'm going through it but i realize that doesn't work because um yeah it just doesn't work for me anymore i don't know why i tried that but me confiding in people does not work and i think for the past two years i had been doing that past two years year but yeah i had been doing that and i just stopped you know because i was like oh my gosh um People have lives and I don't want to be in people's lives like that, you know, always dropping, you know, emotional trauma, bombshells, whatever you want to call it. And I feel like I just really went back to being comfortable with processing and dealing with things by myself. And I did say this in the other other episode that I think I just want to go back to thinking, you know, thinking about stuff by myself, processing it by myself, and then explaining them after. So who knows, maybe the next episode I'm actually going to dive into what the fuck was going on. But the last two weeks of January for me were just emotionally draining. Draining. They needed a lot of understanding in terms of who I am emotionally. But that's not the point of this episode. So... I was like, it's actually a good time to speak about, you know, living alone. You get what I mean? Because it's Feb, people are moving in, people are moving out, people are moving into res, people are just changing their living arrangements, you know. And maybe pe- some people don't have the the privilege of living alone as they get to university. They only get at the end, which is what happened with me. Or some of you guys from... From the get-go, you know, you have a new apartment. Congratulations if you do. Now let's get into the freaking tips of living alone because I did not enjoy it. Yeah. Me living alone, when I was given the opportunity, I didn't enjoy it at all. I, For a good month, I was like, I've wanted this for so long and now I have it. Why am I not enjoying it, you know? I got the opportunity to live alone in my last... No, no, in postgrad. Yeah, just after my undergrad, I got the opportunity to actually be by myself. Um, Not the whole year, but it was quite a... It was... It happened for a period long enough for me to realize a lot and to speak on it. I wasn't home alone for like, you know, a week. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hate it here. It was for quite some time. <laughs> It was for quite some time, so I was like, oh my gosh, let me actually speak about it, because it would be a good time to give you guys tips, how I dealt with it, how the beginning process was for me, how the how the whole thing was to, how hard I found it to adjust. Let me tell you why I found it hard to adjust to living alone. Um, as you guys know, I was a boarder, and then I went to go live into a commune in my undergrad for a second and third year. Yeah, I lived in a commune. So for like a good eight years, 
eight, seven, seven to eight years I had lived with people, I could be sad and go to someone else's room and cause havoc because, you know, they were just there. I could be sad. I could be happy and be like, oh, my gosh, let me go annoy this person. Like there were people around to keep you entertained, people around for you to have conversations with when you don't want to be all in your thoughts, people around for you to um, make you laugh when you're having a tough day, people who are around to listen to you when you just have something to complain about or actually complain with you if it was a matter where it was like, oh my gosh, you're feeling this way? (laughs) I've been feeling this way, you know? So that's why I found it so hard to adjust because I had always been surrounded by people. Like I've, I had always lived with people and when I was at home, I was only like alone, alone by myself for like a month or two. And then I go back to boarding school or two weeks or three weeks. And then I go back to, you know, I go back to the commune. I've never liked living at Riz. Let me tell you something about Riz. And I feel like I blame boarding school. Boarding school was like a taste of of what Riz had, you know, and the fact that I could also I I went to an all girls school, all girls school. So the chances that I could live with boys, and they could be like you know fifty of us in one building. I was like no 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 girls are 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 better than boys but girls also had their own situations with living all together now you're adding a male species into the equation i can't guys i don't trust i don't trust boys when it comes to just listening you know and sharing things and sharing spaces and we live in a country where that's not cute like a boy could like you you could reject them and they could be like you know they could just want to mess up your whole life so i was like um I definitely don't want to go to res. I don't want to go to res. And I went to UKZN and UKZN reses. It just really depends where they place you. It really depends. It really, really depends. Otherwise, child, I ain't going to go into it. But <laughs> I was never a fan of res, guys. As soon as I was in boarding, out of boarding school, I was like, I'm not going to res. I didn't even apply for it, you know. Luckily, um, in Durban, there's like a commune situation. Because I know in Joburg, it's either res or you get an apartment. I understand that. I think it's the same in Cape Town. But in most places, it's either res or you get an apartment, there's no, let's call it the commune culture, inverted commas, commune culture. But if for those who don't know what a commune is, it's basically like, let's say you have a mansion, you know, it has six to 10 rooms, you know, and you basically convert it into a student accommodation um, and you rent it out. So that's basically it. And I was like, mm, res living with, you know, five or more people, let me go with five or more people because that's controllable. Also, it's just away from school, you know. There's something about being at school all the time that I was just trying to run away from. And again, I just blame boarding school. I wake up, I'm at school. I sleep, I'm at school. My love life, okay, no, it wasn't at school. But, like, school was just really intertwined with the things I I, I, I enjoyed. Not enjoyed, even. It was just uh, suffocating. So I was like, you know what? I want to separate. Oh, damn. Sorry, guys. Something just jumped on me. Not the ghetto. Chill. But anyway, I was just like, yeah, um, Rez, no. I want to separate my academic life and life at school and my actual personal life. Because you know what? Now I want to have a personal life. I was a boarder. I didn't really have a personal life. Now I want a personal life. So I lived at a commune again. 
I live with people who went to my school who are now my friends. Actually, they had been, I had known them in school, but I think we just came together um, when I started living with them. And that's because when you're looking for a place, you always ask people who are already studying in the already studying in that area so i was like oh my gosh who went to my school where are they living and then that's how i got um the accommodation that i stayed at you know and then we all just became mates and everyone just went to that school so it was just funny because everyone would be like what school are you from what school are you from and we'd all just be like hey so um i used to see her you know in the corridors and stuff (laughs) but yeah that's just that's just it so just to round off that point, um, I never liked res. I always told myself that after boarding school, I don't want to be at res. Luckily, I found a place that wasn't like res, which was a commune. Again, I was surrounded by people all the time. Then I got to. Then I got the opportunity to live by myself. When I mean by myself, I was sharing with someone. I didn't have the apartment all to myself, but I was just away from like the comfort of just going to someone or living with your friends that you just are intensely close with, you know? So it just, it just gave me, like, you know, a taste of, hmm, now you live alone. And then I got the opportunity of just living alone completely, and that's because um the person I was living with, a mate of mine, she obviously had a life, so her life just ran for, like, a whole, you know, for a very long time, so... <laughs> for a month or two you know she she was definitely not around ain't no shade to her live your life a girl she wasn't allowed and in that one two two months three months not too sure but it was a while guys I was like yo hmm damn I wake up it's me I go to sleep it's me lunch it's me supper it's me you know and when you live with people you live with your friends guys someone is always like oh dude i'm lazy to cook did you cook oh dude you know i'm lazy to do this oh dude let's go here you know we'll split the uber this time in a good way though a lot was falling into my hands so here is what i have learned when i had the opportunity of being alone not even learned actually let's first get into how i felt I felt very lonely, very, very lonely. Oh my gosh, I felt so, so lonely. And I had lived like 10 minutes away, not even 10, five minutes away from the commune I had lived at. But, you know, as I said, people have lives. So I, at some point, I had to be comfortable with just living by myself and enjoying my own presence instead of it being supported by other people's presence. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, damn, life is feeling hella lonely, hella, hella lonely, you know. And, you know, there's a difference between being a people's person and then wanting to always have people around. When you're a people's person, you could sort of like mingle. It's easy for you to make friends, you know. And I was like, damn, I am a people's person, you know. But people, people who are people's, oh, damn, people, 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 people who are people's People who like people are people who like people and then they're able to also be, you know, alone by themselves in their own space. I thought I was that. Turns out I got so used to always having people around that I lost my mind when I'd be by myself. And it was weird because when I'm at home, I can definitely be by myself. But also those are your parents, you know. You're not trying to spend your whole entire 
day and time with them so obviously you want to be alone but i was like i so you thought you were people's person but are you really are you really if you don't like being by yourself and it wasn't a nice feeling to have you know i was just very lonely i didn't know what to do with myself i was like damn what do i like what don't i like which is how i started learning what i like and what i don't like and damn not and I had always told myself that the things I can't do while I've lived with other people, I'm definitely going to do when I live alone. I'm going to bake, I'm going to cook, I'm going to walk around this place naked, you know. I'm just going to, I had planned a whole agenda for when I live alone. But when the, te- when the time came, I didn't even get to do those things for a while because I just couldn't adjust to the fact that I wake up, it's me, and I go to sleep, it's me. All my thoughts are just up to me. Not up to me, but all my thoughts end with me. My feelings, I have to adjust them. They end with me. Phone calls are great and all, but people have lives, you know? So you don't want to be on people's asses. So I was like, damn, this is not a nice feeling. And eventually I got used to it and I adjusted. And it's only after where I was like, okay, this is what I like to do when I'm alone. This is what I enjoy doing when I'm alone. Um... This is what I can play in the background to keep me sane or make me feel like I have company, you know. So just doing certain things like that helped me adjust to the fact that, okay, girl, now you're alone. You might be alone for a while. Might as well get used to it, you know. I started eating the way that I liked. Not that I liked, but, you know, I started eating in a way that, you know, catered to my time. Because before boarding school, this is the time you need to eat. When you're at a commune, you eat when it's convenient. But now I had to just construct a whole routine that was just centered around me, you know. Just centered around me. A routine I had to follow every day that I didn't get bored with. Um, And I just had to be comfortable with a lot of silence. My friends always um, tease me that... Let's say we're all sitting alone and it's just too silent. I'm that friend that would definitely start singing out of nowhere. Or like, yeah, guys, let's talk. What's happening? What's happening? Why is everyone quiet? Because any sense of silence just indicates that something's wrong. And that's definitely a trauma response. That is a trauma response. We won't get into that. But I realized, I think, last year that, yeah, no, this is definitely a trauma response. Because why can't I be comfortable in silence you know so now I can be comfortable in my own silence um and that's just based on having the opportunity to live alone um what I did was I'd watch a lot of stuff I'd always have things playing in the background so that I wouldn't feel like I'm just by myself um I just do you know the normal things guys play music clean around when you want to you know just make things just do things that make it feel like you're not the only person in the room. But also just being comfortable with having to deal with your own thoughts and feelings. Just finding the balance between the two can be hard on some days. Some days it's easier. But what helped me was definitely routine. And you know me, guys. I love a routine. I love a good wake up at this time, sleep at this time. I love it. It just gives me... Uh, uh, an opportunity to live a healthy and better life gosh i started exercising guys very random but i started exercising as soon as i (laughs) as soon as 
um that week started i was like nah if i don't want to talk to anyone about this or what the hell's going on with me i'm just gonna channel it somewhere else and i guess that's just exercising and i did say i think on the questionnaire that i did that i started gaining weight and it's cute but like i want to tone it now so that's also a reason why i started exercising my mood is better you know Again, it gives me routine, so I don't mind it. I was lazy, though. It was hard. That that first day. <sighs> that first day. But that's not the point. So those are just the things that um I started doing when I started living alone. And now I can confidently say that I'm I'm comfortable, you know, being in a room alone. I'm comfortable with silence. But, like, don't always be silent. Talk, you know. <laughs> Talk. But, you know, I can be in a room by myself I can deal with my own feelings I can deal with my own thoughts you know I won't feel like I'm going insane and that just comes from living alone so eventually I got used to it that's just the conclusion of my experience eventually I got used to it and these are the things that I learned so let's start with the basics you know the safety rules you know We live in a very dangerous country. We need to be aware of our surroundings. And it's crazy because at the time I started living alone or getting the opportunity to really live alone, I started working um, at night. So through the grace of God, he kept me safe because ain't no way I'm leaving for work at like 8 and coming back at like 4 a.m. when I live alone. You know what I mean? Like, hello. This is not the greatest country to live in. You know, I take Ubers alone and all that stuff. So <laughs> shout out to the mighty Lord. Um, Yeah, so safety rules, guys. It's the general stuff, you know. Make sure, make sure the place is locked. Make sure the place is locked at all times. If, for example, you have like a burglar and you want some sunshine, you want some air, lock that burglar and open the door. But make sure when you go to sleep, that door is locked. I always used to like, oh, living alone also taught me to be in touch with like energy and, you know, my intuition. You know, I just started being, I just started feeling a lot of it, you know, that could be because I started praying for it because I was like, you know, I'm not in touch with energies as much as I want to. So I started praying on it. And it worked out for me. But if your intuition is telling you to go check again, if you'd lock, if you've locked, go check again because you don't want to wake up and be like, "Oh my gosh, my mind definitely did say go check again," and something happens. So trust your intuition, trust the energy. If you feel like something is off, pray, 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 pray. If you feel like something is off and you live alone, just pray. Make sure everything is locked. You know. Because a lot can happen. So intuition, trust in it. Make sure everything is always locked. Um, uh, Something else. What's another safety rule that I learned? Just the general ones, guys. Not even safety, just rules in general. The general ones, the house rules. Make sure things are locked. Trust your intuition if you feel like they're not locked. Um, Wake up, open the windows. If you're not scared of bugs, if you're scared of, of bugs, open the windows for like in the morning and then close them. You know, because everyone needs morning air. You can't tell me that you wake up and you just deal with the air that you slept in. Ain't no way, say. (laughs) Ain't no way. So, wake up, smell the morning air, open the windows, 
And I don't know what helped me is that I'd do that and then I'd maybe listen to a podcast or listen to some music. Trap, obviously, because that gets me going. Um, and then I'd make food or I'd just chill in bed for a day. If I had work to do, I'd go to my diary, see what I need to complete, email people if I need to email people, you know, just do everything that I need to do before I forget in the morning. Call people. Yeah. Um, it would change it changed a bit when I started working and coming back in the morning. But because I'm just I told you guys my body clock is crazy. If I came back at five, I'd be up by eight anyway. Whether I like it or not, drunk or not, I'd be up by eight. So either way, my morning routine is what it was, you know. And then I decide whether I go back to sleep or not. But yes, wake up and small smile the air, see what you need to do, complete those tasks and then see what you do with the rest of the day. You know, something else that I learned, it also depends of, uh, um, on how much of a life you have. If you obviously have classes during the day, you can have a morning routine. If you have classes in the morning, most of us missed them. I, I, I did attend them, but I wouldn't say I had a morning routine for attending classes because I just never liked going to class that early, which is crazy because we were definitely at school by quarter to eight in high school but there's something about an eight forty seven forty five that i couldn't wrap my mind around you know but um yeah if you live at res or you still have morning classes just set up a little routine for you you don't have to complete it then all the time sometimes you can just complete the things you can do on campus but like routine really helps guys when you live alone it really 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 helps that's all i'm gonna say on that DM me if you need some help, some tips. Um, I can't go into detail with them right now because all of this is just off the bat, honestly. So if you really, really want details, message me. You know where to find me. Anything on everything. We're on Instagram. Haha. <laughs> Another one that I learned was, you know, everything that your mom told you that you didn't want to do when you lived with her is something that you're probably going to do. And you'll only see it when you do it that this is why my mom said I mustn't do this. This is why my mom said I must do this. This is what my mom said. This is why, sorry, my mom said I should, you know, soak my clothes for only for a certain amount of time or else they're going to look like ass, you know. This is why my mom said I must wake up and open the windows in the morning. This is why my mom said, you know. Because everything that you've just ever been taught that felt like a chore suddenly doesn't feel like a chore anymore. It just feels like a routine. And I really do think that's just part of growing up. It does not feel... I never felt like I had to clean. It was just part of my routine that I cleaned, you know. So listen to your mom. Try to remember how you were raised. Don't start changing up. Or if you know that at home, you wouldn't live in a messy area. Don't start doing it just because you live alone because that's going to frustrate you. Most of the time, your mom was right. Don't leave your laundry for too long. Make sure you wake up in the morning before the sun comes out like that, you know, because there's a time in the day where the sun is just glaring at you. Make sure you do your laundry just before, you know, some things don't put in the washing machine, some things hand wash them. Washing machine is not your best friend. Let me tell you that. A lot of my clothes look like ass now because, you know, I was a boarder, everything. I just never learned to do my own washing like that. So when I started seeing the washing machine do things to my clothes, I taught my, not taught, but I asked my mom, you know, how did you guys do 
how did you guys wash your clothes by hand? And she's like, just wake up in the morning before the sun comes out so you don't get burnt. Soak the white stuff. Separate your things, you know. So whatever your mom has taught you, do it. If you're not sure or you never grew up with her or anything like that, any motherly figure that you had, call her and ask before you do it because most of the time, they're definitely right. And it it helps. Their tips help. So, Yeah. The way you are raised really comes into play. Even like discipline. If you know that, um, you know, I have work to do. I shouldn't go out because tomorrow I'm going to feel like shit. And then everything is going to be delayed. And no one is going to do anything else for me. So you know what? Let me not go out right now. Let me go out tomorrow. It's just discipline. You know, the discipline comes into play. The tips and tricks and chores you did in the house comes into play. Because now you're only responsible for yourself. So the decisions you make definitely have consequences all the time. Every decision you make when you live alone has consequences. And you have to deal with them by yourself. By yourself. If you came home drunk and you didn't lock the door or you didn't check who was behind you before you got in the gate or if the gate is locked properly hey yo a lot can happen so discipline is everything guys because your mom is not there to look at you your friends are not there to say hey yo don't go to that nigga like <laughs> discipline is everything everything and it's okay to make mistakes i also made mistakes but always knowing that you know um yeah when I do this, I definitely need to apply discipline or it's going to get out of hand because I definitely wouldn't act this way if I was at home. So why would I do it now? You know, certain things like that. I probably sound like such a mom, but discipline, guys, discipline, routine, wake up in the morning, get a routine, open the windows. A lot of the stuff your mom said was right. Always make sure everything is locked at all times, you know, um, make sure the place is tidied up and clean. Don't live in a haystack. Even if you're sad all the time, try to always keep your place neat. Always. I had people popping by at, at different crazy times. So I can't imagine if I was just like a messy person because then they come across, you know, dishes and all that stuff. And that's not cute. That's really not cute. Also, your mental health just improves when you live in a tidy area. That's also what I realized that when things start becoming messy for me i just become sluggish i fall out of place it's just a lot another one is just being comfortable with your um with silence i told you guys how i did that it's up to you but don't try play catch up and always keep yourself busy but also see what you can do to make it feel like you're not alone you know watch your vlogs get a cat get a dog you know, something, something. <laughs> I grew up with dogs, so I probably would have gotten a dog, but I had to learn by myself because the place I lived at didn't allow dogs. Yeah. So um, another one is chill. Make sure you know the difference between living with your friend and someone you are just familiar with or you don't know. People are right. They're right out there, guys. There's a difference between visiting a friend and living with a friend and it's a painful experience you learn because you can live with someone and not be their friend that's a different experience you can live with someone and be their friend that's a different experience you know or you could just live alone completely I'm coming from an angle of both I first lived you know with someone that I knew 
and the friendship changed. So make sure you know the person. Like make sure that you're right or die, you know, before you decide to live with them because it can change the dynamic of the friendship. It can change quite a lot. You're going to start seeing things that you thought that, you know, you both agreed on and then you live together and you're like, oh my gosh, we have totally different opinions on how things should be. And that's just... Because people are raised differently, people are raised in different environments, people have different house rules, you know. So we all, like you guys not growing up the same way, really, really plays a part sometimes. So yeah, make sure you guys have similar beliefs, similar values, the way you were raised, the same background, or it's going to become very difficult um, if you live with your friend. Living with someone that's not really your friend is easy because it's either one or two. You know, there aren't any gray areas, you know, because at the end of the day, you're both tenants before anything, you know, you're both here for accommodation before anything because there wasn't a friendship to begin it to begin with. So that's definitely a different experience. And I would say an easier one, but I understand wanting to live with your friend or wanting to live with someone you're familiar with. So I understand that. Um, But always allow room for things to change. And sometimes it's just circumstances and beliefs. It's not based on the person or yourself, you know. So, and I had the opportunity of just living alone in general by myself. Yeah, but with that point, make sure you know the person and you have the same background, you have the same beliefs and how things should be, you know, so that you guys don't clash with each other and that could change the dynamic of the friendship. Or just go with a complete stranger. That way you don't feel the pressure to get to know them. It is what it is. And you guys try to find a common ground irregardless of how you feel about each other. Because, you know, you're both tenants first. So that's what I'm going to say about living with a friend, you know. Also leave room for living with a friend and having a great experience. That's also a thing. Where you guys like the same things. You guys do the same things. You go to the same places. In fact, it makes your friendship friendship even stronger. You know, you guys thought you were friends, but now you're like homies, you know? That's my that's my, you know, shooter. Get what I mean? So that's all, guys. Another point that I have I know this is a lot. I hope you have a pen and a paper. I hope I'm pronouncing everything correctly and I'm speaking in a way that you guys understand. So, your responsibilities. Let me, let me. Your responsibilities with regards to how you spend your money will change. Your priorities with regards to how you spend your money are going to change. Let me not even say respond. Actually, no responsibilities and priority and priorities because they work hand in hand. Listen, do not compete with your friends that live with other friends. Do not compete with your friends that live, you know, a complete different life from the life you live. You're the one that lives alone. You know what's in the budget. You know how many how much money you need for electricity. You know how much money you need to keep the lights on, the water on, to keep things running in the place that you live. Don't go ball out knowing that you haven't paid for those things. I'm sorry, maybe your parents, maybe your friends don't have to worry about those things, but you do now. You can't come home, you know, very, very intoxicated if you know that you're very irresponsible person when you're intoxicated. You can't go home by yourself, one, 
because that's just being irresponsible a lot can happen you can leave the door unlocked you could pass out on your own you could there's a lot that can happen so always go home with a friend that's just i don't know if that's relevant but if you're going back to your place alone and you're just really 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 drunk go back with a friend don't go home alone don't go try convince your friend to spend the night because ah a lot can happen and make sure that friend is sober than you but that's not the point that's not what i really want to say i just thought of that randomly your responsibilities your, your responsibilities and your priorities change so if you know that you get this much for an allowance and from that allowance you need to buy electricity or you work and this is how much you get paid don't go spend a bag if you know that, you know, I haven't done these things. Um, I've had a few friends, not even a few, maybe one or two friends that have spent their, their rent money on, you know, the lovely things, the finer things in life. Because you know what? Go live life, come back and eat noodles. You know, that's the philosophy a lot of us really, really live, you know, or want to live or think we can live, think we can live. The reality is that maybe you don't like noodles and maybe you'd rather have groceries before you do anything. I promise you that is the safer route. Do everything you're supposed to do with your allowance before you spend it somewhere else. Buy electricity, buy water, do groceries. Because when you live with your friends, it's easy to be like, hey, yo, you got groceries this month? Bet, let's spend my money and we'll eat your groceries. When you live alone, what are you going to eat if you spend your money? <laughs> what are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? If your rent is not paid, where are you going to live? And if your rent came out of your pocket and you spent it on luxury and leisure, how the hell are you going to function? It just brings stress. Your priorities change. Your responsibilities change. I remember there was a time where I really wanted to do something or go somewhere. And the last bit of money that I had was money to buy electricity. And it was a very, very hard decision to make, you know. Because I was like, I could spend this money for electricity. Or I could, like, you know, buy electricity and maybe do this next week. But no, I remember that there was a time I did that and it felt so shitty. I only did it once. And I was like, no ways. At the end of the month, I'm out here stressing that I don't have enough electricity when I had the money for it. And I promised myself that I would never do that again. So, yes, I sat my ass down and I bought electricity and it was tough. <laughs> it was really tough. But the next week I got to do what I wanted to do anyway. So... Sort out your responsibilities, prioritize, don't live the life that your other friends are living. Live, live the life that's within your means. That is the conclusion of that point. Live the life that's in your means. You know the responsibilities you have to keep that place running. And even at res, you know that your allowance money is set on certain things. Most of the time, those things it's not going to be nice when you change them because there's a reason why you prioritize those things. Stick to it. Stick to it. Maybe once or twice you're like, oh my gosh, fuck it. But don't make it a habit because <laughs> let, let me tell you about the last week of the month or the last, the last week where you're just scraping on nothing and you're waiting on your allowance. Hey, <laughs> hey, so that's just what I'm going to say um on responsibilities yes they do change and it's no one's fault it's just life you just have to be way more responsible when you live alone whether you're 19 26 25 24 
that's just how it is you just have to be more responsible because yeah the more you elevate in life the more responsibilities you get and you have to be open to them because they ain't gonna change (laughs) they ain't gonna change also now it just teaches you that when you have your own house you know you know how to prioritize so it's a good skill to have um another one was yeah yeah you do start to let me answer your question yes you do start to hear things and that's why i said pray you do start to hear things because you're stuck in your own head or you're spiritual and you can feel that "Mm -mm, something ain't cute so yes you hear things yes start praying (laughs) start praying Another thing that I wanted to say is that, like, the more responsibilities you get, it's normal for you to not be open to going out as much as you used to because of those responsibilities or because you started living alone, you've developed maybe comfort in being by yourself so you don't go out as much. That's normal. That's okay. There was a time for me where I just was really happy with just eating and watching something and going to bed. I wasn't, I, I didn't want to go out. <laughs> I didn't want to go out. And it's okay. If that becomes your personality, that's also okay. I became less extroverted when I started living by myself. And I guess that's just because I was comfortable. I, I became comfortable um, in my own presence. Yeah. This time, I mean being by myself literally. Not, you know, internally. But being by myself literally. So, yeah. It, it it does change you. It does change your, your personality quite a bit. Um, depends if you want to accept it or not. I, I it was interesting for me to see myself have, you know, characteristics of an introvert. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, don't you like to be out there? Why the hell are you very satisfied with being inside the house <laughs> on a Saturday night, eating popcorn, drinking wine and watching a movie? <laughs> Why? You know, but that's normal guys. Um, Yeah. Your groceries also do vary depending on how the month goes. Um, remember when we'd ask our parents to buy us something and they'd be like, Inyanganche, as fine. Like the months are not the same. Yep, there's a month where you will not know what the how you're eating, how you're eating, when you're eating it. And there'll be a month where you're boiling out and you're just buying whatever you want to eat. It will not be the same, especially if you're just in your young 20s and you don't have like a stable job. It will change and you'll just always be... You always have to be open to adapting to whatever your means are, you know. Um, you just need to tell yourself that months are not the same. You won't always do the same list of groceries all the time, especially because this country is is going into another direction. Everything, just sustaining yourself is becoming very, very expensive. So, yes, your groceries do vary. They do change. Um, and that's okay. No one says live in poverty, but adapt to the fact that sometimes you can't buy that and maybe you'll just catch it up next month or maybe buy it twice so that you don't have to do it you know next month it's just learning those skills you know because you have to beat the system i think living alone also taught me to like be economically smart you know because you have to like sort of play life you just have to play the game of sustaining yourself that you know what if i know you know that i can buy twice as much as this right now let me just do it now so that next month i won't so you just have to learn those tips and tricks and again that's how, that's what our parents taught us honestly that's how i grew up if my mom knew that next month was gonna be something else or she wanted to do something else she'd just buy something like like two mayonnaises you know five spaghettis so that it would last so your groceries do vary 
Um, I never liked um, doing weekly groceries because I felt like you were spending more money. And then I realized that now the economy really does sometimes push you to doing weekly groceries. So especially if you live literally next to um, a convenience store, not a convenience store because that's a bit too small. But if you live next to like a pick and pay or uh, a shopping center, it's obviously easier to do weekly groceries because you can just crave something, walk, buy it, cook it. Um, I thought you could beat the system by doing monthly groceries, but turns out our economy is not like that anymore. There's sometimes where I just have to do weekly groceries because that's just when I get money. And sometimes I just be like, you know, I have to do groceries for the month so that I can do other things that I wanted to do. So it's just learning things like that, guys. I know it sounds like a lot of adulting, but that's just what I've learned when I've lived alone that I couldn't have learned when I lived with people. It's just that when you live with your friends, you could always depend on them sometimes, you know? I don't have eggs. Hey, yo, do you have eggs? I don't have oil. Hey, yo, do you have oil, you know? So that's why um, things changed quite a bit when I started living alone. So I also want to add just a bit before I round this off. I found a few tips. Actually, that's crazy because I had been wanting to do this episode, but I just didn't know how to start it, you know, because it took a while for me to adjust um, living alone. So I had just been procrastinating it because I didn't know how to start it. But yeah, let me tell you the points that I came across. Look at the universe. It just started showing me points. And I was like, you know what? Yep, I should do this episode. So here you go. Rule number one, be a boss. I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. So always fill your space with things that bring you comfort and motivation. Give yourself something to be excited about coming home to. That is true. I started going, I lived at places where you could buy, um, what is it called? Houseware, home appliances. But yeah, I just found myself going into Mr. Price home sheets sheet you know just to look at things that could make the place look cute sometimes i could afford them but sometimes i'd plan for my next one you know because some apartments just aren't aesthetically pleasing some res rooms are just not aesthetically pleasing it's not even worth spending your money on because how the hell is just is this gonna fit in my room but i started finding pretty cool stuff and i started going i started enjoying shopping for like spoons and stuff so yeah, fill your, your, um, sorry, fill your space with things that bring you comfort and motivation. No one's saying hang motivational quotes, but you could. I know a lot of people who do medicine or law, anything like that. <laughs> they hang up quotes, affirmations, because damn, it's hard. But that's, that's cool too. I just, I've never been one to live off quotes, you know? Yeah, I don't like quotes. So I'd rather just buy stuff that makes me feel comfortable, like flowers. And, you know, there's this time where um not time actually yeah if i did groceries i'd maybe buy myself something nice because i had just spent a lot of money do that it helps the day you have done your groceries is the day you do not cook everyone knows that and my mom taught me that if you're gonna spend a lot of money buy at least one thing to make yourself feel satisfied so yes definitely don't allow just anyone and everyone in your space. People be carrying spirits, you know, low vibrations, whatever you want to call it. That's true. Um, I've had instances where I've allowed people in my space. And please note that I didn't before. I didn't even like, let's say I'm having a cute little fling with someone. I did not like them coming into my space at all. And that's okay. I want, I want to validate that. 
it's just it's different when like men come over to your space and you going over to theirs you know it just feels more personal when they're in your space and i don't know why i mean i know why but i'm not gonna get into it but yeah um there were instances where just in general now where i allowed people into my space and yeah it just mm, mm, mm. yeah it was either we never ever spoke again and i was uncomfortable with the fact that they were in my space or they just left a very not nice taste in my mouth with events that had happened after you know i don't know but it's very very true just always feel someone's energy before you're like oh my gosh come to my place yeah definitely i know sometimes it's easy for to like you know when you're at res and everyone wants to come get ready at maybe your place or you're going out with people and they want to come get ready at your place it's okay sometimes to be like actually guys not this time you know that's okay obviously there's going to be a way to break it down but that's okay um rule number three keep it as clean as possible your space is a reflection of your mental state that is true and i i touched on that yeah clean (laughs) always clean if you know that you don't like waking up to dishes wash them before you sleep if you if washing dishes in the morning is part of your routine make it your morning routine but wash them damn dishes wash them (laughs) take the time to learn yourself that way you'll love being with the company you have most yes learn yourself you know all that stuff i was just wobbling about in my episodes about knowing yourself learning yourself being by yourself yeah guys that was all of that is just definitely triggered by me being by myself and that's when i started liking being in touch with myself because i was like oh my gosh i can definitely sometimes sort out things by myself of you know yeah especially women because this is the only time you'll probably want to... This is the only time you'll have to devote all the time to yourself. We're still going to get married, hopefully. We're still going to have children. And you know, as a woman, you just... You always have to put everybody else before yourself when that those things come into play. You know, when you get married, your husband has to be happy before you. I don't know. That's just how we were taught. You know, it might change. Depends on what... Um, It depends on what relationship that you have. But that's most lead like the mandate that's set majority of the time some of my sentences do not some of my sentences do not make sense guys if you have any tips on how to do like speech therapy please tell me because i i speak too fast sometimes but yeah then i trip over my words but yeah this is the only time you're gonna get to actually have time to yourself use it know that you like white roses instead of sunflowers know that you like to cook this know your faves know know yourself really get in touch with working on yourself because once the more you grow and the more you involve other people as a mother jokes (laughs) as a mother as someone who now has an established career as a wife you really have time to just devote to yourself and your well-being and what you like, what you don't like. So living alone is literally the only time you're going to get to actually know and be selfish with your time and be alone. Um, have designated areas to do things, you know. It just keeps you sane. Honestly, it keeps you sane. Um, when I was a boarder, I used to eat, work, sleep in my room. 
um obviously sometimes not all the time but you know it becomes a habit to do everything in one place have a place where you do your work have a place where you eat have a place where you take a nap don't make your room a place you do everything because it can get frustrating if you're at res maybe learn to do your work um during this during the day maybe at school outside at a cafe it's up to you and then at night maybe you can work in your room or go to the library um i've never really liked going to a library at night on campus i used to but guys the world is a cruel place you know so you have to have timing again with these things if you can feel that you know right now i'm not supposed to be on campus don't go <laughs> don't go um yeah it just helps keep you sane it helps to keep you sane yes that's what I wanted to say. So, yeah, don't do everything in one place. Don't do everything in one place. It's going to frustrate you. You're going to feel like you're always stuck in, like, this one area of life. When really you just need a change of scenery in your own space. <laughs> Most of the time you might just, you know, need your own scenery. So, another one is you can try buy your essentials in box. For example, dish, wash. Oh, damn. Guys. <laughs> for example you know dishwashing soap tissue toilet paper paper towels you know all the cleaning stuff i like to buy in bulk and that's because um you know not that i liked but i preferred buying them in bulk if i could because they just lasted longer and it's something that i learned from my mom or if you live with someone you can be like hey yo dude you buy this i buy this but yeah yeah it helps to bulk up sometimes it also just depends on your means but i'll always vouch for bulking on stuff like that it saves the long run it saves it definitely saves in the long run um yeah i did touch on that though guys bulk up if you can if you can't that's okay but if you can always bulk up toiletries bulk up because you're gonna pay <laughs> it's gonna take a lump sum out of your allowance all the time out of the money you worked for all the time so always have twice of what you can have especially with toiletries because damn <laughs> damn man it's hard it's hard our our plumbing system as women is so complicated it's just better to buy everything in bulk because everything isn't just not that simple um maybe get a place where you put money you know or or your valuables, you know, important documents, sentimental gifts, you know, things that matter to you. Get one place where you put it. I don't know why, but it just helps. It just helps. You just remember your house. At your house, at home, you probably have your own file with all your certificates, um, a file with all your pictures, you know, a file with all the gifts or love letters that you have. And you definitely have a place where you maybe hide, hide a 50 rand note you know your grand gave you but those things help i don't know what they help with but they help they help you know yeah have a little cute area <laughs> and keep stuff like candles in this load shedding in this load shedding man we gotta have a candle <laughs> and batteries flashlights first aid kits i don't know guys those are just the things you might want to have when you start living by yourself because anything can happen anything can happen anything can happen um keep secret hiding spots hmm i don't know i did that with snacks no actually i liked having a snack cupboard let me not lie i never hid my snacks but yeah when you buy snacks guys learn to pace yourself 
I don't like buying snacks in bulk anymore because I will run through them out. That's all I'm going to eat. That's just all I'm going to eat. I get full quite quickly. So if I can have a packet of chips for supper, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. But that's not the point. Um, Keep secret hiding spots. Yeah. I don't know. I think as a woman, it's just good to just always have a place where you hide something. I don't know, dude. I hope you guys get it. I know my mom definitely has a little area where I know. But see, this is where I'm going to find what I'm looking for. And maybe it's just in us. I don't know. I don't know. It helps, though. It might come in handy. This other time, I hit, like, 100 rand. And I don't know what I needed it. But I came... I needed money for But I came across it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm so smart. You know? It helps. Um... Your bills can pile up, so yeah, it's 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 a lot living alone. So things can pile up. You can't get tired from work. You can't get tired from school. Um, everything. Some days, everything really does feel like a chore. Waking up, making yourself food, making your bed, but don't let those things get to you. Most of the time, it's just you're just having a bad day. I'm not gonna dismiss like you know. Sometimes you get depressed. Not sorry. Sometimes you have depressive episodes. But don't let them run for a very long time if you live alone because at the end of the day, no one else is going to pick you up. You have to do it. So try not to put yourself in that state for a very long time because it's going to be hard to get out. So if you're having one or two bad days, that's okay. If it starts becoming a week, wake up, act on it because if you get into a habit of exercising certain things that just get you down, it's not going to be a pretty journey for you if you live alone. It's easy if you live with other people because they could always cheer you up. That's what I depended on. And then it came a time where I had to learn how to pick myself up on the days where I felt down, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, things are OK. It's OK to not know what you're doing. Um, and most of the time it's just about figuring out what works for you and what doesn't. But these are the, some of the sorry, these are some of, you know, the tips that I have, if you pay your own rent, always pay your rent on time, always pay your rent on time, always pay your rent on time. If you live at Rez, always make sure you have food before going out, before doing anything, make sure you have food because there's nothing more painful than waking up hungover and you have no food or money to order. So when your allowance comes in, buy your food, buy your toiletries and then see what you can do, you know, um, always pay your rent. Always buy electricity, always buy water. Maybe if you can get ahead, you have a great job. Maybe pay two months worth of rent so that the next month you can just ball out. It's all about timing most of the time when you live alone. I could give you guys all the rules that I learned. Oh, sorry, not rules, but everything that I learned. But the whole summary of things, just it's all in just timing. <laughs> you have to have, you have to have timing with regards to adulting and living alone really teaches you that so yeah um create an environment that's fit for the person that you want to become yep yeah 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 just visualize who you want to become man and you have a lot of time when you live alone diarize journalize pray you know really get in touch with the things that you want in the future and the, the people you want in your life just use that time wisely i promise you it works out you know maybe you're on a fitness journey start that routine 
because when you live with people, it's hard. When you live alone, it's easy to cater to what you need because you're only looking after yourself. Make sure, you know, you read if you want to read and you want to start reading. That's rich from me because I was like, I want to start reading. And then I just didn't read. But do the things that cater to who you want to become or who you see yourself as. It's the only time you're going to get when you live alone because once other people are involved in your life you can't take them away once a kid is here a kid is here whether you didn't have time to you know concentrate on yourself you won't when the kid's here you won't when you're married you won't when you have like you know mother-in-laws to take care of issues you know bonds family bonds you know all those things that come into play once you're older or just out of your 20s and it's 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 never a bad idea to go see a friend. If you feel like you've been alone for too long, that's okay. Maybe maybe you should go see that friend. But all I'm saying is that don't depend on other people for your well-being. Try try very hard to be comfortable with being responsible for your own well-being. But it's never a bad idea to go see someone. Yeah. If you like people, I'm not saying, you know, stop liking people and isolate yourself, but yeah. Yeah, go see a friend if you feel lonely. I did that. Go out if you feel lonely. I did that. But always try come back to yourself and always be, you know, always try to be hmm, satisfied with coming back to yourself, metaphorically and, you know, literally. So that's all I have on living alone. Good luck, guys. Please message me if you have any struggles on living alone or there's just something that you need to navigate. I feel like I have a lot to say, but we're going into an hour now. So mm, 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 I'm going to end it off right here. <laughs> so, Masnama um, off the mic, episode nine. Thanks for tuning in. Apartment, ew. Get the f- my apartment, ew. Get the f- my apartment.